been focused on my check. Mm-hmm. Got a new coupe wrapped around my neck. Mm-hmm. Trying to put the water on my protect. Mm-hmm. I got killers to the left of me. Mm-hmm. Where's lurking on her? Ain't show no mercy on her. We was going back to back. We put a curfew on her. It was dark clouds on us, but that was perfect for us. You know you always crash and burn, but it was working for us. Let my tent to V12, double check the details. Gotta cross my T's and dye my eyes or I can't sleep well. Millions off of retail, once again I prevail. Knew that shit was over from the day I dropped my pre-sale. Hold up, let the beat build. See me in the street still. Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Morgan Alexis. And we are here today. You know what? I shouldn't sound so happy. I mean, you was really high pitched too. Like I was, I was wondering what was going on, but I mean, you know, oh, I was gonna let you rock. I was gonna let you rock. It's your girl, Morgan Alexis. It's 2019, and we're still going. We're the Uncut Podcast. You heard? You done? <laughs> are you finished or are you done? You got a podcast to do. <laughs> oh, say. I'm waiting on Aaron to introduce himself. Shit, I did my part. Hey, I didn't know if you was finished. I'm or good. Not. I'm good. It's your boy A Shaw, the Funky Walker, Dirty Talker, None Illin, and Scruffzilla in the building, recovering. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this your man, Maurice Anthony, the nigga that has your bitch, buckling at the knees. Also, the nigga that has this shit sounding like that. You know your boy, they got an oxygen bar downtown now, so you can go get your shit, your, your um, beach wells and shit going after you get drunk from the bar. It stops hangovers. I, mean, I want to go, I, I didn't have a. I didn't have a hangover. Well, it can keep just, your electrolytes I just, going. I just felt dead. That's what, that's what it was. Listen, I think man. I died a little bit last night. You can't um, you can't go get white boy wasted with, with your with your friends and, and yeah, and expect to just get up and go after all of that. You're right. So But you here, you made it. I yeah, yeah. I'm, it's I'm a new here. day. Those lettuce wraps was, was my lifeline right there. I love lettuce wraps. It's good stuff. Um I just like regular wraps. Anyway, so we're going to have a lot of fun this podcast, but we got a lot of serious stuff to talk about. We do. We do. Can we clear the air on some things? Let's clear the air on some things. You got some things, right? I do, but but let's start with what you have to say, sir. But we got to clear the air on. Let's clear the air. Let's clear the air. Shall we? (sighs) Who we have sitting at the table today is the Morgan Alexis. We got Maurice Anthony. And we got... Me, A Shaw. A Shaw McGraw. Now, it wasn't always this way. A Shaw McGraw from the top. From the top. But hold on, he got some. Shit. I, I, I feel some shit, I some bubbling that. shit. Come on with it, brother. Um, it wasn't always this way. It wasn't always us three. Um, <laughs> the original podcast was uh, the Morgan Alexis, A Shaw, and another guy by the name of we'll just call him Skinny. Uh, it's come to my attention that you you've 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 been telling people, Mister Skinny, that uh, you parted and you've told uh, when you parted from us, you told us the reason why you were parting and uh, the the issues that you had with us, and you know you made those very clear. I'm here to tell you guys, as the listeners, this nigga didn't tell us shit. He told us he was moving to North Dakota, and uh, that was it. He didn't tell us anything about how he felt with the podcast. 
He didn't tell us anything about what he was going to do. He didn't tell us why he was leaving. He said it was uh, some personal things that he felt that he had to do. And beyond that, that was it. He didn't say any. He didn't say anything about any issues that he had with the podcast, or Morgan, or me, a Shaw. Uh, he just. I mean, he he. We 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 sensed some tension. We sensed a lot of tension when it came to uh, him being here at after a, a certain after a certain point. So, I wanted to let the listeners know just to clear the air. Skinny left on Skinny's own accord. However, Skinny did not tell us exactly what his accord was, except for that he wanted to go up to North Dakota. Correct. It's come to our attention that Skinny had issues with us, and Skinny didn't let those issues be known. Skinny is a grown-ass man. And Skinny's grown-ass man, uh, Skinny as a grown-ass man, should have actually let us know what the fuck was actually going on. And us finding out, what, two and a half years later? Yeah, it's been two years, I think, yeah. So, Skinny, if you're listening, which you're probably not, but on the off chance that you are, it's pretty fucked up, homie. Uh, we, we, we thought we was better than that. We thought this was an amicable split, and um, we thought uh, everything was cool. Come to find out, it ain't. I'm actually inviting you to come have a, a conversation as grown men do. Let's let's go ahead and do that. That way we can hash out whatever issues you may or may not have had. Cause real talk, I thought we was cool. Yeah, I didn't so think let's, there was any issues. I, I and I didn't either. So let's 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 be on some grown man shit. Let's let's talk our shit out. Yeah, I don't want it to be any type of false information being exactly. put out there. Happened. So like it, it was it was it was new to my ears. So yeah. Come have a grown-ass man conversation. Open invitation. Open invitation. We go from that to saying rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Word up. Um, If you guys were under a rock, he basically um, was shot in his hometown in front of his own store, his own plaza, because he had bought the whole plaza, um, by a guy named Eric Holder, a.k.a. Shitty Cuz. That's his name in the street. Shitty Cuz. Shitty Cuz. That's his. That's his wow. gang. His gang affiliated name. <laughs> now, is that because of him being? Um, I don't know. An informant or a snitch or whatever the fuck it was. It makes sense, but I don't know. I think that was his name. Just anyway. Shitty Cuz. Shitty Cuz. He was going to his store that day to um, give clothes to. A friend that had just served 20 years um, and he had just got out that day and was planning to meet um, Nipsey at the store um, while he was outside he didn't have any security nothing with him he was just going up to his store that he owned um, to help his friend out um, he, give him security day off, he did yep the security had the day off um, he wasn't even planning on leaving that day but his friend called and said hey I need some clothes he said meet me at the store they go up there. Um, Eric walks up to him, apparently trying to talk about some music shit. And um, Nipsey was like, I don't really want to talk to you. He didn't really, really want to be seen with him because he was known as a snitch. Um, and Eric didn't like that. So he left, came back with a gun, and shot Nipsey two times in the torso. Um, he fell to the ground. 
Um, and then this, this gentleman proceeded to shoot him in the head and kick him and spit on him. And then ran away. Or casually walked. He didn't even run away. He casually walked to the car that was waiting on him. And then drove off. Um, it's been a really sad week. Um, a lot of mourning has been happening. I've seen a lot of tributes. I've um, seen a lot of fuckery as well associated with this as far as people trying to profit off of Dempsey's name. <coughs> Within hours of him passing, I'm seeing people selling artwork. Um, I'm seeing people selling t-shirts. I'm seeing people selling, putting freestyles out um, with bad intentions. Um, and I feel like that's just, that's really disgusting. Like, it's, it makes me sick to my stomach, that part of it. But aside from that, it's just, it's been a really sad week. And we definitely want to send our prayers and condolences to his family, to Lauren and her family, to his mother that lost her, lost a son. To um, his brother, to his, Black Sam. To his brother, Sam, that found him and tried to revive him. That was in the video. If you saw any of the video footage, he was the one giving him CPR before the cops came, before the ambulance came. Um, and to his children, um, who lost a father. So, um, any thoughts with this, guys? Where, where we go from here? What, what are you guys thinking? I just be wanting niggas to have some respect, man. That's it. I, I just, I was real fucked up by it. Yeah. Uh, and it was so fast, by the way. It was so fast. And I was saying that it was worse because of the fact that we are in the internet age where we get all this information in real time. Real time, as it was happening. Right. Like, normally, we, I mean, if it had not been for the internet, we probably would have found out word of mouth the mm-hmm. next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. because of the fact that everybody is quick to put the information on the internet for people to know. And I will say, <clears throat> niggas have been shot before. Right. So I'm pretty sure that the first person to tweet that Nipsey Hussle was shot was tweeting it in assumption that he would pull out. Yeah, he'd be okay. But. And he would have been okay. Um, had he not got shot in the head. Yeah. Um. That, that fucked. Well, thing of the week we had, because not, not, literally seven days before that, Philadelphia legend Tech 9 died. Right. That's right. And we didn't even get a chance to talk about that. We didn't we? get a chance to talk about that. Um, yeah. rest yeah. in peace to him and his family as well. Um. Because, uh, he passed, and then the next Sunday, mm-hmm. Nip was dead, and it was just—it was so, you could feel that shit. <clears throat> yeah, it's different. Like it's—it's not—it's not even. It was worse than when X died. Like it was most worse, definitely. Yeah, it was just a black cloud. And for those who aren't familiar, Nipsey um, was quite a, the pioneer in his community. Um, he built that plaza, gave people jobs, was talking about um, prison reform, gang reform. Um, he was just a, like a pillar of his community. Like, took out, built houses in certain areas. Like, he just was really into making his community a lot better, and he was trying to do good for people. Yeah. All the people that he hired at all of his um, businesses were felons because they couldn't get a job anywhere else, so he hired felons. So he was trying to do good for people. So that that's more so why 
um, this stings a lot more because he was a good dude trying to do good for his community. So it's, and because a nigga and because he didn't want to talk to a nigga, he got shot. Yeah, like that's fucked up. And you know, I just I feel bad. I feel bad because this is going to change the way that a lot of shit is done. Oh yeah. And now niggas is not feeling safe in their hometown. No. I was talking to my good friend Quez um, right after this shit happened, and it discouraged him a little bit because he was saying, "What's the point of getting all this success if?" You just gonna die. Yeah. It really makes you look at life. It made me look at life a little bit differently, to be yeah. honest with you. Because this is a person that was good. He was not, this was not supposed to happen to him. No. It was not supposed to happen to him. Now, the good that I've seen come out of this, which I saw this yesterday, and this was beautiful to me, was that um, the gangs in LA, they called a truce. They had a truce meeting. Yeah. Um, Bloods, Crips, all of them came together. They did a walk up Crenshaw. And um, they had a meeting, and they're all trying to call a truce and bring the community together. So that's huge. And it was all based on um, Nipsey's influence. So that alone to me is astronomical. Even Snoop was like, we've been trying to do this shit for years. I hate that it took Nipsey dying for this to happen, but this is something. This is beautiful. I I think this is great. Like, so... um, It has since come out that he's there. His funeral is going to be at the Staples Center, which is where Michael Jackson's funeral was held. Mm-hmm. Um, it's open to anybody that wants to come, so it's 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 going to be a massive, massive funeral. Like it's going to be a lot of people there. Um, I do want to read um, something I found where a person that was actually on the scene. Um, how, what they said, an account of what they said of what happened, somebody that knows him, knows Eric and the family and everything like that. It's long, but I'm going to get through it. Um, I'm going to try to skim to the most important parts. I think, Aaron, you had seen it as well, that email that we had talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it says, Nip was not supposed to be at the store that day. It was not planned. He wasn't doing much, just chilling at home when he got a call from a family friend that had just been released from prison after 20 years. Um, Nip being Nip had an idea while talking to him that he wanted to get his friends in brand new clothes and shoes so that he would look clean when he reunited with his family. So he offered to meet him at his store and hook him up with several new outfits free of charge. Um, Nip decided not to call security because he had already given them the day off and wasn't expecting to be at the store long. Eric, who had just got out of jail, was walking around trying to get his music heard and passed around. He spotted Nip in the parking lot. Um, these two go way back. Um, the so they decided so he decided to ask Nip if he would listen to his music for critique and maybe do a song with him. Nip had several children around him, all very small, because Eric had been labeled a snitch a snitch. Nip did not want someone spotting Eric there and retaliating and endangering everyone around him. So he told him not to come. Told him that he could not help him and that he could and could not come back or whatever. Um Nip saw the hurt in Eric's eyes when he said that again. And again, Nip being Nip offered him an olive branch by telling him that if he wasn't a snitch, he could bring his papers and prove it. And that if he could bring his papers and prove it and see that he was clean, he would help him out. Eric seemed cool with it. He bought himself a burger and left 20 minutes later. Nip was getting ready to leave, um, ready to leave, and then Eric comes walking back. People saw him but did not think anything of it because he heard Nip told him to go get some papers and come back and thought that's what he wanted. Um, so he approached him. 
um, opened fire on everyone. The guy had just got out of prison that day after doing 20 years. Mm. Um, he was shot and killed. The one that had just got out of jail that he was going to help. He had, he got shot and killed. Okay, so it wasn't just Nipsey. No, no. Um, no one had a gun on them because only felons work there and they're not allowed to have guns. Exactly. Um, the people in the neighborhood, let me see, that's not important. Um, so what had not had been reported on because LAPD was terrified that it would cause a gang war was that within an hour after Nip was announced dead, three of Eric's family members had been murdered. Um, and that night three more were murdered. If you go to Yuckmouth's YouTube video, blah, blah, um, he confirms three dead the day um, Nip died because he had got some inside, inside scoop. Um, all gangs were looking for him, killing his family to flesh him out. LAPD put a gag order on all those murders um, and said that, said, and, and that's why they were re- released his, and that's why they released his photo and told him on TV to surrender because they were trying to scare him into surrendering so they can capture him alive. Um, so that's basically, oh no, this, this part I need to read. It says that they were in a panic mode over the bodies dropping and trying to get him before he was found by the determined gangs. The rolling sixties, um, had initiated what they call 60 days and 60 nights. They were prepared to kill whomever they needed to daily to get to him, even if it took two months. Um, so that's a more detailed account of. What went on that day? Any thoughts on that? I'm sure not. I don't know. I just think it's it's, it's all kind of it's all kind of crazy. You know? It is. It is. Um, and once again, it's it's a shame that Nipsey getting shot and killed was the catalyst for a lot of other things to come together. It, it it is a shame. It is a shame. Um, I will ask that people stream his music when he's one of the people that owns his masters. So whenever you stream his music, it goes directly to his family. Yeah. So stream his music. His album actually just went victory. I just went back number one today, I believe. Nice. So that's good. That's good news. Um, now see, I I I gotta I gotta point this out. There's a lot of there were a lot of people in the first few days talk about. Hey, if you was a real fan, you'd be playing his music instead of doing this, this, that, and the other. When I first heard of Nipsey, I didn't hear Nipsey's music. Mm-hmm. I heard of Nipsey doing the shit that he was doing mm-hmm. in his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's how I thought he was mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I had seen him. I had seen him. Seen like pictures and videos of him, but like didn't really know who he was. Yeah. I just thought it was a little nigga that looked like Snoop. Yeah. Um, to be real honest, and mm-hmm. this is before he had his beard and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, no, I, I, I always heard of, and like here, I'm here in Wichita, Kansas. Mm-hmm. He out there in L.A. doing mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, there was that, and then I just, within the last year or two, maybe, I just started getting into Nip's music. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and don't don't get me wrong, like, um, I know he was known for his music, but... He was more so known for his philanthropy, though. Yeah. And the stuff he was doing. You know. Yeah, so like... It, it's, the first time I heard of him is when I heard he was trying to sell his mixtape for $100. And yeah. I thought he was crazy. Yeah. And then I did some research um, and saw... It kind of makes sense. I heard Jay-Z bought 100 copies of it. 
um, just to help support him. Yeah. Um, because he saw the vision of what he was trying to do. I did also remember he was on the 2010 freshman cover, freshman list. Um, so it's just it's just unfortunate. Um, it really is. It it's really unfortunate. Is. He was 33 years old. Too way too young. Way too young. Um, like I've literally been going to everybody's Instagram who I can go to just to see what they said about Nip mm-hmm. and like the reach was far. Like you have oh, yeah. Monica, mm-hmm. Stacy Barth, mm-hmm. um, uh, the game was sick about it. Sick Dave about East was sick about it. Yeah. Snoop Dogg, that that's the one that got me. He was very he he basically felt like one of his sons died. Um, it's pretty much, yeah, it looked just like that. Maybe, shit, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate. I don't know what else to say, but just rest in peace and continue to stream his music to help his family. I will say that this is a a late response because we didn't post last week out, you know, so. Out of respect. Yeah. We're kind of, um, we're getting out of the mourning phase just a little bit. I just talking about this did bring me down a little bit, though. I will say, yeah, it makes me sad again. But I, 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 the thing is, is that it it was such, it was so weird. It was so random, mm-hmm. and for me to have, you know, I just heard Victory Lap maybe two weeks ago for the first time. Um. That's what's I, so crazy. We've just talked. Yeah, about. I heard <laughs> Nipsey versus before. I've always liked whatever I heard from mm-hmm, Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. And, but I wasn't a fan. I couldn't call myself a fan. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But even I was fucked up about it. Yeah, I was definitely hurt because I, I knew me, he was a good dude. Like that fucked me up. Like my day to day. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. He it's did just, what rappers, what they tell you rappers should do. You get money, and you put it back in your community, and you do right by the people in your community. And it also, I also heard, I've always heard this saying, but it's basically like, once you get on, get out of your hometown, because you will die there. And look what happened. And then also, I've been hearing, and maybe I want to talk about this, is that um, the male ego is deadly, is what I keep hearing. Oh, yeah. Cause that's this was nothing but some ego shit. Yeah. Yeah. A man lost his life over an ego, over his ego, over the nigga's ego. Come on now. Like I just I don't know. It's just it's just sad. But I want y'all niggas to do better. I Please do better. To, uh, I don't know. And I understand what some of y'all are saying by maybe we did wrong by putting back into the community and staying in the hood. Understand it to a uh, to a extent. I, I said Nori said that mm-hmm. that he said he felt like he was doing right. He was he was doing it right. But mm-hmm. He was doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't think so because you you see the aftermath. You see how many lives mm-hmm. made better. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thousand percent. But I. It's like, why, man? I don't know. It it, it sucks, man. It does suck. It's it's sad. 
why like him of all people but we just gotta I think he definitely will live on his memory will live on they, oh, yeah. it, he's a lot of people are telling me and like I, I would again and I hate to regurgitate a sentiment I already saw but I really was too young when Tupac and Big died and they're saying it's like that the older heads that I'm listening to are saying yeah. this feels like that so most definitely I, I was I think I was old enough to know what had happened, I hadn't, I hadn't quite gotten into hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I hadn't gotten into it, and to where I, you know, just knew what all was right. going on. Mm-hmm. But at that time, it was a different time. We didn't have internet like, right. like crazy, like we do now. Yeah. And, you know, still, the news spread like wildfire. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, even even same with Biggie, same with Biggie. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was, it was crazy, and it felt like the energy. That people have when they talk about them, mm-hmm. same energy that uh, you know. That, that speaks volumes. Way back. People get shot every day. Rappers get shot every day. Right. So it speaks volumes to him and his character. Yeah. So. Same energy that that was back when Pac and Big died. So, like it's it's wild, and people have already thrown up murals mm-hmm. on. I've been seeing beautiful on, artwork. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful artwork. artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, some of it kind of sucks because it's like, all right, y'all, y'all are actually trying to sell it. Oh yeah, there's it's people like, that's trying to sell it and get clout and all that, and I think you guys are disgusting fucks. Because but... I talked about that shit, not even just that, but I talked about there's a gentleman, and, you know, we don't have to go there. Yeah, we don't have to go there. At the end of the day, this guy's my guy, but he did some, he did some stupid nigga shit where he went to the site of where Nipsey was shot at, and he went on Instagram Live. It's weird. To where me. in the fuck do you do that? Where in the fuck? Where who raised you, nigga? And then I'm seeing people's profile pictures in front of um, the store marathon with their hands up, like weird shit to me. Yeah, that's just weird shit. Like, I get it. Like, y'all want this this clout and internet fame and all that so bad, and you want these clicks and these plays. I don't get that. But to sell your fucking soul for it, is it worth it? Is it worth it to sell your morals for? It, is it worth it? I just don't. I don't get it. I, I will never understand that mindset. I just won't. Yeah. But prayers to his family, man. I don't even know how to end this this part of it because it's just well, speaking it's of just fuck sad. Shit. Oh, speaking of okay. Fuck shit, um, our boy Kodak Black. No, oh, yeah. this month <laughs> he was on. He was on some wild <sighs> shit. Actually, can we play the video? They, I think they took it off. But basically in the video, um, he was saying, in the Instagram live, he's basically saying that um, he was going to give Lauren London a year or two to mourn, and then he was going to try to get with her. And Did I put it on the messenger? He might have. Um, Tank responded, T.I. responded, the game responded, and the main sentiment was, shut the fuck up, nigga. You're being disrespectful. Um, yes, too soon. You found it. I'm 
Yeah, y'all, yeah. you doing too much. Someone she about to be a whole widow. Nigga, shut shut the fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Yo, Kodak. What the fuck? You got T.I. in the game on your ass? I'm praying for you. Right. Play, hey, you got to play with what, what T.I. says. Hey. Kodak Black. You out of pocket, nigga. Fix that shit. Quickly. Expeditiously. Nigga. You out of pocket, nigga. Ain't nobody else gonna say it, nigga. I done said it to you, nigga. And if I see you, I'm gonna say it in your face, nigga. You out of pocket, nigga. Get your motherfucking self together. That's now, what you know, T.I. said to say. Right. Now, you he said, I'm gonna say it to you. I believe him. Now, you know when... Now, where's when, this shit at? Where's, which one? That video. Of T.I.? Yeah. Uh, it's, I have, I'm on the Hollywood okay, online. because I was looking for the post where, I guess, Kodak Black commented and said, fuck you gonna do or some shit like that. Yeah, he said, or what? He says it on the bottom of that video. Kodak Black. You got a packet, nigga. Fix that shit. Expeditiously. Expeditiously. You gotta pop, nigga. I believe you, T.I. I believe you. Why do you sound like somebody's uncle at the barbecue? Right? Holding his hands and talking about, whoa, you out of pocket, nigga. Right. <laughs> you out of pocket. And then let me play what the game said. This shit go for Kodak Black and any other nigga disrespecting my nigga Nip name. His legacy, his family, nigga. Keep my nigga name out your fucking mouth, nigga. Keep his girl's name out your fucking mouth, nigga. The fuck wrong with you new niggas? No This shit go for back having ass niggas, man. This new generation, y'all fucked up in the head, nigga. Stop disrespecting my nigga's name, man. This shit for real. My nigga died out here in these fucking streets, nigga. For the, doing the right motherfucking thing. Doing good for fucking people. Respect having ass niggas, man. First thing niggas want to do after his untimely demise is disrespect his fucking name. Nah, nigga. I ain't going for that. Keep my nigga's name out your... F and the first thing niggas want to do... Oh, so, yeah. Uh, they wasn't... They not feeling that. No. Not feeling, not feeling, not feeling you that know, shit. But you know Kodak was on some wild shit. If T.I., Game, and Tank had to speak on Tank it. came out the woodworks. His wasn't as wild. His, his was a little more diplomatic. But basically, right. You know, yeah. Tank had to, he had the R&B approach to he it. Did. He, did. Know, he, he did. He did. He did. He was cool, calm, and collected. He was, and he was trying to insert logic. He yeah. Was saying, yeah. All right, you do business with Atlantic. Nipsey was on Atlantic. You might want to watch your mouth a little bit. And then what was the other the thing that he said? He said he had two Black. great points. Black. That's not it, bro. I promise you that's not it. You gotta listen to the guy next to you that's saying too soon. And the other guy that's, you know, trying to keep you from saying it, period. You gotta, you gotta get out of that. And you gotta, um, you know, there are a lot of factors at play here. You know what I'm saying? Um, not only just the people that love and respect Nip um, and Lauren, um, you know, you're, you're, you do business um, with us, with Atlantic Records. That's, that's a tough spot to be in, young fella. So I'm going to just let you know right now. Just get out in front of that, man. And if you meant no disrespect, if you meant no harm, you know, it's easier to say that than to play the, you know, play the tough guy. So, yeah. And niggas told him to fix it. Yeah. And then now he, he got hopped back on talking about what y'all gonna do to me, man? All, all this bullshit. I'm, I'm, what y'all gonna do to me, man? Like, dumbass motherfucker. All right. See, that's what I'm saying. T.I. gonna see you. 
the game is gonna see you. And I've seen the game and Ti fight. They got hands, nigga. They coming for you. Like, come look, on now. Look, Ti, Ti almost went toe to toe with Floyd Mayweather. He swung on Floyd Mayweather. Oh, he actually swung. Yeah, on him? he did. Yo, he did. fucked his hand up because he swung on Floyd Mayweather. No. I don't want to fight no nigga that crazy, bro. Right. I'm good. Ti, I'm saying Floyd is the champ. Floyd's hands are registered as lethal weapons. Right. Like, literally. And T.I. did not give not one, one fuck. ounce of a fuck. No, not no, one ounce. no, no. I'll beat your bitch ass out here, nigga. Aside from weird-ass Kodak Black, there is a, a, a topic that I've been seeing swirling on social media that I do want to speak about and bring awareness to. Oh, shit. Um, have you guys heard the name Albert Wilson? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because of obvious reasons. It's, it's a little close to home. There's a gentleman named Albert Wilson... Who was at a bar one night. Yeah, at a bar. For 21 and up, just so you know. She was 17 and... Yeah, they both were in the bar. And so they both were not supposed to be... Not supposed to be in the bar. He makes out with this young girl. She yells rape. Now he's doing 12 years. No shit. Mm -hmm. In front of an all-white jury, an all-white judge... He had never had any type of criminal offense. Yeah, Tank said something about it. Niggas are saying something. This shit is getting widespread news. It is. It is. Um, There is... It's just it that again. This this type of shit makes me sick to my stomach. It's like you go to a bar, a seventeen year old is there. You don't know she's seventeen because you're at a bar. Mm-hmm. You're expecting her to be of age, right. um, even though you're not supposed to be there. You're not expecting it to be anybody younger than you there. You go there expecting to have a good time, have a drink or two. Um, this young lady makes out with you. You guys make out. She leaves. You leave. And then the next day you call him rape. Mind you, there was a rape kit done. And there was no signs of rape in this young lady's rape kit. But yet when you go in front of a jury, an all-white jury with a white judge, you had never had any type of criminal offense before. Never been to jail. Don't have any type of history. They all make the ruling that you're guilty and you're doing 12 years. That is absolutely nothing but blatant racism, and it, it it's sick. It's sick. How do you go to jail for rape, for not even having sex with this young woman? Don't even have sex. Don't even go anywhere that was. Don't even go anywhere outside of the public eye. Y'all were around the public. Y'all made out, but you going to jail for rape? That's bullshit to me. That's bullshit, That's bullshit to me. And I told, I tweeted this, and I had people waiting to hear me talk about this. I told y'all I was going to talk about this because I need to bring awareness to the fact that there's blatant racism going on, and it's going on in my home state, three hours away from where we at right now. That is happening, and it it, it makes me sick. So I'm going to put in a link in our description for his um, GoFundMe. I'm going to put a link in my description for the. Um, there is a petition going around to help him get a better lawyer because he had a state, um, what they call them lawyers that they give you, and just whatever, public defender, um, who didn't do his job, who did a shitty job, and now his parents are trying to get a good lawyer to appeal the case. So I'm going to put all those links in the description. His name is Albert Wilson. Um, so please just, I just wanted to bring awareness to that on our platform here because clearly we're not down with that shit. We don't support that shit. How do you go to jail for rape and not have sex with a young woman? That's crazy. That's 
That's some infuriating, some infuriating shit. Absolutely. Like, when I first saw that. You said this young man is 20 years old? He is 20 years old. Albert Wilson. Like I said, I'm shocked you hadn't seen it because I've been seeing it all over my shit. Yeah, me too. Um, and we got celebrities talking about it now. So <laughs> it's, it's blowing up. And once again, Kansas is being known for some bullshit. <laughs> like, we always known for the dumb shit. We had BTK. We had all this dumb shit that Wichita, well, not, well, not Wichita, but Kansas is known for. Once again. So, I just, like I said, I wanted to bring awareness to that and then let y'all know that we fighting that. People are fighting that. So, it's sad. Um, it's very frustrating, this young man's life. Potentially, the next 12 years of his life could be spent behind bars. His whole entire 20s um, could be spent behind bars. Mm-hmm. So, if there's anything that we can do, it should use our platform to spread awareness for that. Um, in fact, you can even just look up hashtag Albert um, Wilson, and you'll see a bunch of shit um, informing you about what's been going on. Because this has been... Because I remember, for, like, maybe a few months back, I had first seen... Um, the petition because this was going to trial and there was outrage then, but then he finally got sentenced, I think earlier this week. And then that's when it completely blew up. So I just wanted to spread awareness about that. Hmm. Any other thoughts, anything with that before I move on? Hmm. Okay. No, it's just a, it's a fucked up situation. It's a man. fucked up situation. Like I'm, I'm sitting here like, wow. Yeah. And is that black and white? You made out a bar. Now you're now you're raped. Now you have a rape charge. You did a they did a whole rape kit on you. Didn't find anything. You even admitted that the, y'all didn't have sex. Where's the young white woman at? She's seventeen. Well, they didn't give any identity. They didn't give any of that. Because hmm. she's still underage. I hope somebody finds her. I'm sure they. I'm sure they will. But and let me be clear. I hope somebody finds her and outs her identity. Yeah. Because. At this point, if he didn't do anything... If and she they admitted have, that she, they didn't do anything. Okay. If they didn't have any, any kind of intercourse at all... Mm-mm. She admitted that She thing. said she that they only the made one, out. She needs to be the one that gets put through the same shit. Women like that she need to be to put go, behind bars, period. She needs to go to court and go yes, to trial and yes, have yes. A, a, a panel of all black uh, uh, jury members... And, you know, pretty much be sub- subjected to the same shit that he was subjected to. I agree. I agree. Like I said, she's still, she's saying that she was raped because she didn't want the kiss, but they made out, according to her, for two minutes, um, which is a long time to make out with someone. I was going to say, that's a long um, time. For, for you not to want it. Having sex with somebody for two minutes is a long time. Period. So for you not to want it. Somebody for two minutes, you, tell, you tell the jury, um, we just made out. But it wasn't a defense. She was just saying, yeah, we made out. Um, the rape kit was done. There was no signs of rape. There was no signs of any type of intercourse. And this man is behind bars for 12 years. Make it make sense other than race. What other what other thing can could it be other than race? I'd be in the house, bro. This shit is scary. And now I'm That's seeing... Be in the house. You look like white <sighs> It, it really do se- it really do seem like that. Like what is it really do seem like that. And I hate to say that, but it really do seem like that. Cause that's this is always the situation. It is. It's always black men with these white women, and they end up doing that. That's the most common shit I be seeing, and I don't get it. I don't get it. Just 
black men stay woke. <laughs> Be careful out they there. After the black men this Man. They are after y'all. They are coming for y'all heads. I promise you. This year alone, <laughs> they are really coming for black men. And another story, even though this is more, a, more of a lighter story, of them coming for black men as well. Have you heard of um, Little Nas X? Yes. I've been seeing Little Nas X through the timeline. I haven't like dove, dove into anything that was. So here's the story. Okay. Little Nas X, he is from Nashville. Okay. Um, he put out a song, a country song. Okay. Um, that gained a lot of traction. It was building. It was on the country charts, building up. Um, Billboard decided that the song was not country enough and removed it from the Billboard charts and put it on the hip-hop charts. Wow. Then, um, through a lot of social media support, he was asking for Billy Ray Cyrus to be on the song. Maybe that stamp would make it more... Even though Billy Ray Cyrus, if you know any history, um, he was looked down upon when he put out Achy Breaky Heart because that wasn't considered country back then. So I think it was just the irony of having him on the record. Mind you, he ra- out-rapped that shit like better than half these rappers in 2019. Billy Ray Cyrus? Hell yeah. Have you heard the verse? This nigga was killer. Have you heard the song? I personally refuse to listen to it. It sounded very niggery, but... It didn't sound niggery to me. It sounded, it's a, it sounded country to me. It was 808s in my ass. Okay, but have you heard... Even though I'm sure you haven't. Have you heard any recent country songs? I have. A lot of them sound poppy. They don't not sound like traditional of, country. Let's be real. Let me, let me draw a line in the sand. Let me draw a line in the sand real quick. Okay. I don't consider that shit to be country either. However, if they let that bullshit be on the country charts, you should let Lil Nas X be on Thank the country charts. Thank you. That's how I feel about it. Thank you. Exactly. That's how I feel. I've been hearing it because I've been seeing the TikTok ads at the beginning of every goddamn YouTube video I've been watching for the past two weeks. I've heard a snippet of the song. The shit is not for me. It just sounds... Well, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's... Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. But, I'm just talking about um, how behind country really is. Yeah. They really are. They're... I mean, they're country. I know, let's, let's but they were... Let's be clear on something real quick. Country music, any, any of the country music that I've heard in the past five to ten years has been... Sounded more and more like hip hop. It has been. The drum, it has been. The rhythms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, the drums, the production. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the, the country mm-hmm. singers are rapping now. They are. Hell, and then they even have what Nelly getting on a couple songs doing. And that country was a problem singing. too. They won't allow him to be on the country charts either. That's a whole thing too. Yeah, that's, that's so, crazy. Yeah, it is. They're very non-progressive. They're very behind. Um, they don't even realize what's happening in their own genre because, again, like you said, people are these these niggas is rapping, okay? And they called they call it bro country when they rap like they that. Call it what? Bro country. Yes, that's I did some real, research. That's a, that's a real term. That's a real term. Where it's like these whole bunk ass niggas singing this, talking about Bessie Beers girls and stuff like that, but they doing it in like a sing songy rap and type it's got of tone. And yeah, twittering hi hats, right? Like a trap song, right? What was the name of that TV show? It was show? a nigga. It was a nigga. I, it was a while ago. I can't remember this song, but it was a nigga who was rapping for like it was a country song, and he was rapping talking about some. Yeah, we was in the hood, but it was all good. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I know exactly what song like you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, can, can I play something for y'all real quick? Please do. 
for the things to justify. Now that's the that's the theme song for the listeners who don't know. That's the theme song to a TV show that's been gone off the air for quite some time. Name the TV show is Justified. A lot of country music sounds similar to that right now. There's there is this big fat. I don't remember what his name is. He's real big and he raps when he does country. Maurice, we used to talk that's about probably, this. This is that's probably the guy that you're talking about. Country rap. I gotta find it because it, it was like some shit. What? What was his name? You're not talking about Bubba Sparks, are you? No. no okay. it, 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 he looked like Bubba Sparks, though. But anyway. Um, Big Smo. That's what his name was. Big Smo. He was a... Um, basically, he was he would rap on banjos, basically. Banjo sounds. Listen, man. Fantasia gonna be up We there. gonna support... I'm, I'm sorry. Even I though just, y'all don't like the song, I support my black men. I was just okay? on his Instagram and uh, Rico Nasty was <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, I support our black men. There's a guy. I don't care what genre y'all in, okay? There's a guy uh, named Second Change. Okay. Yeah. He, I don't, I, I don't heard think him. he does. Because his ads be all over my goddamn Instagram. Yeah. But he do country and, and he, he rap it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I, don't, I don't know if anything he's done country is actually his own. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has, he has. Yeah, he has done original he's got, shit. I mean, his videos got millions of views on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a song about his daughter that's like a straight-up country song. He, I, I kind of like some of his shit. Listen, I, I do, because, and he's actually even done a couple, he's done, I want to say a couple because I feel like I've heard two two different songs mm-hmm. that he's had with Tech 9 Mm-hmm. Um, not the Tech Nine in the past, but I know Tech what you Nine, mean, Tech Nine from Kansas City. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. Kansas City. Strange Music Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I feel like I've heard a couple different songs with him, uh, with techno, him and Tech Nine. So like, he, I, 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 I dig Second Chance. I, I don't Listen, know where man. all of his music and shit is, but I'm gonna find it one day. I support Darius Rucker. It's, He's the only black man in country right now. Have you spelled it right? Probably not. Cause it's spelled real niggery. Is it? I, I'll tell you how to spell it. Okay. So, yeah, I support Darius. I support black men doing whatever they want to do. So yeah, shout out to Darius that's, Rucker. Yeah, I support him because Darius Rucker was the lead singer yeah. for Hootie and the Blowfish. And he, so, yeah, he was. He yeah. Was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, big, uh, big had a had a, a little thing with him. A little, uh, I guess not a. He had a friendship with him. He had a good mm-hmm. friendship with him. So like, yeah, that's the Darius only black Rucker man will always be a legend because of that. Yeah, black man in country. He's hit to making number ones over there. I support whatever black men want to do, man. I do. Whether it's country, that's why I'm. A, I'm gonna support Lil Nas X. I thought the song was cool, especially with Billy Ray Cyrus on it. That shit was popping. But I do remember back when Tim McGraw and Nelly did their song. They was hating on them too. So I just yeah. didn't like the song. I, <laughs> I, was, I mean, I didn't. I just didn't like Nelly. I thought song. it was very um, progressive. It was for the it time. Was. I was like, okay. Well, let's let's try it. Let's see what's up. But yeah, I support Lil Nas X. I do. So fuck y'all niggas. I don't want to be with you. Who are you, Blowfish Ray? I fucks with them. Them Sugar Ray. That whole span of rock music. It's kind of was like my childhood. But anyway. Oh, let me just be an asshole real quick. Let's talk about it. For the country music stars, the cowboys that y'all dress up like ain't real cowboys. <laughs> Just be an asshole and let y'all know. Listen, man. Cowboys never looked like y'all. 
See, this is, listen, this is why people that aren't from Kansas that listen to this, we ain't all like that. We're not all country folk, pumpkin bumpkin. Because most people that listen to us are not from here. I want y'all to know we don't support that shit, okay? We don't. We don't, we don't support that shit. Cowboys were never, cowboys were never the, 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 what you guys see in the cowboy movies. Cowboys were never white men. They were never, never white men. They were never white men. They were never white men. Cowboys, cowboys were the native, uh, the native Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess What's they, all of the all of the all of the Native uh, Americans and the Native Mexicans that were in that area of uh, what was it, Mexico, mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that whole that whole area. Mm-hmm. Really, when when Mexico reached all the way up to all all the way up the West Coast. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it was it was brown skinned men. Some black men, you know, um, cowboys. Cowboys were were those guys. Cowboys were never white men. No. Just so y'all know, I'm gonna be an asshole. Let y'all know that. Factual. What else we got? Anything else? Yeah. Uh, that's all I had. That's all you had? Yeah. I thought you, you had a whole bunch of stuff. That really was all I had. He was like, "Oh, we gonna have a lot of fun today." This is a lot of fun. No, it wasn't. We just talking about scandal and sad shit. Okay, well, what else you got, nigga? <laughs> Why are you up here trying to hop on me? Niggas ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit. If not, it's your girl. No, no. Lex. We're not, we're not done yet. Okay, well, then what's up? Come on now, Morgan. I'll let her spin. Let her spin. No, 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 no. We're not introducing it like that. Don't we're you do not it. introducing it like I'm that. I'm you do it. <laughs> Here we go, guys. <laughs> what? You heard what I said. Anyway. All right. It's time for Litter Spent. Litter Spent is Uncut Podcast version of Hot or Not in the Wireless Age, utilizing a rating system of flame emojis, meaning one flame is spent or not hot. Then we go right on up to the scale, right on up to the top of the scale with five flame emojis, meaning it's lit as fuck. Is this the most original idea that Uncut Podcast has had? No. But you can damn sure make... I done messed up the word. You can damn sure make sure that uh, 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 Uncut Podcast is going to make it hot. I stuttered and fucked up that whole thing. But y'all know the, y'all the fuck the I'm talking about. <laughs> y'all get it. Um, what did you watch uh, this week, Morgan? This week, I watched a show called On the Run Eating. It is a show um, produced by Charlotte. Right, produced by Charlemagne the God. Um, it stars Nori and his people, um, his friends. He has some friends on there. His nephew's on there with him as well. And basically, all they do is go to different restaurants around the United States. They started off in ATL. There was one in L.A. There's one in New York. They just go around, and they eat at different places and recommend different places for you to eat. And it's really, really fucking good. It's a really good show. If you're really into, like, food, food shows and things like that, or if you just want to find places... Um, in different cities where you want to try, this is the show for you. Got a little New York hood edge to it, but it's really, really dope. I really enjoyed it. Five out of five flame mojis. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave it to five? I gave it to five. It's on Hulu. If y'all niggas are unfamiliar with Nori and his media turnaround, y'all should really watch Dream Champs. It's a really good podcast. It is a really good podcast, and Nori's really, really good at this show, too. Birdman was on Drink Champs not too long ago. Yeah, I'm going to just merely rock past that. <laughs> yeah, because apparently Juvenile got a new single or album coming out. So they're doing press right now for that. Yeah, you, you got you to gotta 
juvenile. While you rubbing your hands and making that ugly face. I ain't gonna, oh yeah, see, alright, just to go back to this shit real quick, <laughs> just, to, just to go back to like a prior episode real quick, certain shit like that, like juvenile, can he perform rodeo anymore? Move it like a rodeo. That's classic. He got to. I'm sorry. Even though I don't fuck with R. Kelly, but it's. Uh. You know what I'm That's a classic. He might, he might be able to flip it and then, like, have. Because, you know, they'll, they'll sometimes do this. They'll have a really popular song. All of the hooks, all of the vocals, all of the, um, you know, the verses and shit. But they'll have it to a different beat that's mm-hmm. got the same tempo. Mm hmm. So maybe he'll but, do it like, like that. I don't want that. Yeah? Like, nah, man. It's rodeo, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, R. Kelly done done, so we'll see what like, How many happens. niggas did sample R. Kelly? I got a strong sample on R. God damn. <laughs> he was a little too ingrained, but Aaron, what you watch, homie? Um, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm not on Hulu, so I, you know, I stick with Netflix and YouTube. Yeah, no worries. Um, but what I watched was a new release on uh, Netflix called The Highwayman. Now, for the listeners, y'all who don't know, put you up on game. The Highwayman is a story about Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. Now, it's different from the other from the the stories that you know, because normally the movies and the the books and everything will go from the perspective of Bonnie and Clyde. Now. The, the perspective of the of the highwayman is actually of the highwayman or the people that um, were sent or tasked to go catch Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got the two men that are coming out of retirement pretty much to uh, go find Bonnie and Clyde, pretty much track them, figure out their figure out their patterns and come back with them dead or alive. Okay. Now, we all know the story of Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde ended up dying. So y'all who are putting up these memes talking about the Joker and Harley Quinn or the new Bonnie and Clyde, no. Bitches died. Bonnie and Clyde are dead. They got shot the fuck up because they were shooting Uh, The Highwayman is, I, I, I feel like it's a good movie because it tells that different perspective. It tells the, the outside part of it. Now, I, I kind of had this this notion while watching the movie. Like, what if Bonnie and Clyde happened today? Okay. What if they were slick enough to actually go kill a bunch of people and get it posted to the social media without actually getting caught? Right. They had thousands upon thousands of fans back then mm-hmm. before internet was even a thing. Imagine them having that that whole clout now. They'd have half the fucking planet just, well, just in love with their shit, well, and they just would they just be running around killing people. Yep. So like it's 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 crazy, but uh, the movie the movie shows a perspective of the guys who came out of retirement to catch these uh, to catch these two. Um, it, was, it was a it was a really good movie. Um, I would give it a four and a half flame emojis for the fact that it was a really good story, but it was one of those stories that you really had to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, we all know the story of Bonnie and Clyde, mm-hmm. um, but this perspective is so different 
that you know you got to be able to pay attention to what's going on in front of you and then piece together in your head what all Bonnie and Clyde was doing right. at that time. Mm-hmm. Like my, my apologies if you've already said it, but who directed it? Uh, because this really sounds like some shit Quentin could have killed. Tarantino? Yeah, I can see that. He is smoked that. Mm-hmm. John Lee Hancock directed it. I don't know why Tarantino. That name sounds on, familiar. I don't know why Tarantino ain't get on that. Yeah, that'd be that perfect for him. like a Tarantino thing. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if you think to, um... Oh! The, the Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I can see it that way. This, this, uh, what are you looking at? What's happening? I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt it, but... Uh, Los Angeles is is not playing um, Kodak Black anymore following his comments today. Los Angeles Radio. Hmm. LA. LA on their shit, man. LA on their shit. I fuck with it. That's a statement right there. You just fucked up big time. That's a big market. Niggas told you to watch You fucked now. up. Yeah. Ooh, anyway, bad, yeah, I'm That's sorry. Cool. I just had that, that. I just had to purport that. But. That's cool. It was, you said that was four and a half out of five? Four, four and a half okay. out of five okay. uh, flame emojis okay. uh, for Little Sprint. Um, I wouldn't, I, I don't have any recommendations as far as the snackage at this point because I watched it and I was so enthralled with the movie that mm-hmm. I just really didn't have, I didn't have a, a, a munchy factor going mm-hmm. on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it was, it was a, it was a cool little joint, um. Like I said, four and, a, four and a half out of five. And the name of it was? The name of it is The Highwayman. The Highwayman. On Netflix. And mine was On the Run Eating on Hulu, produced by Charlemagne the God, stars Nori. It's really, really good. Check that shit out. Well, if that's it, it is your girl, Morgan Alexis, in this thing, signing out. Also, before we do that, though, is there any shout outs? Um... I got my usuals, you know. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Baby Ruth. She she she's the one to be having me looking all crispy from time to time when I go see I'm her. So at crispy. The uh, you made me forget the name of the barbershop. You remember that? Midwest, Midwest Blends Barbershop. And she's the she's the skincare barber. So uh, look her up on Booksy. You can book a um, an appointment with her there as the skincare barber. Or you can call the barbershop Midwest Blends, or you can find them on Instagram or Facebook, all of that good jazz. And I know y'all probably asking why I always plug them. I plug them because I believe in uh, I believe in in Ruth's work. Like y'all, if y'all check out her pages and see her her cuts, like she's got some dope cuts, like some some really dope cuts. And she needs to be she needs to have that that push because. Uh, not my particular push, but she needs she needs that push because she's so dope. She's a female in a male driven um, in a male driven uh, industry mm-hmm. in field, if you will. Um, and she she's like really really cool at what she does. She's she's got skills. She's got talent. It's all messed up together, and she's got a she's got a good head on her shoulders. So like y'all y'all go see her y'all you know, visit her page, like give her some likes. Um especially uh go see her at the uh the barbershop. Like she she's dope. So shout out to shout out to Baby Ruth and Midwest Blends, aka the skincare barber. 
Facts. Also, shout out to our guy. What's his name? Sammy. Sammy. Hey, Sammy Sam. Appreciate you. Also want to shout out our new listener, Holly. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the podcast, girl. Also want to shout out Mr. King Ramirez. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um, always supporting and always sending me encouraging words. We, I appreciate that. Thank Word you so up. much. And shout out to you. Uh, we totally dropped the ball on this. I was planning to say it this whole podcast, but oops. Happy 20th anniversary to Nas's I Am album. Yep. Word up. Nas today. Yep. Yep, yep, um, yep. So, that's another album. That's that the first Nas album I heard. Still ain't heard it, but happy anniversary to I Am. Nice. Very nice. That's just now two years, the two albums that are 20 years old from Nas, right? Because we have Illmatic. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, in uh, Illmatic, like 23? Yeah, it's yeah. older than that, so yeah. I'm saying 20 plus. Gotcha. Yeah, 20 plus years. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. Salute to that. Salute to that. Man. Also, even though it's saying the comparison to Nas, but can you believe that Invasion of Privacy came out a year ago today? That's brazy. It seemed like that year just went by. Invasion of Privacy. That's Cardi B. B her first oh, album. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Just seems like that year went by so fucking fast. But, yeah. um, Was she gearing up for another album? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably not. She's probably just putting out singles because money is doing way too good. My driver pulled up to work today blasting out of his van. Oh, Lord have mercy. Anyway, I'm still I'm still stuck on on please me with Cardi and please that's my shit and I baby. don't care that uh, video is fire I don't care what nobody say niggas is talking shit on this Cardi B song and I'm gonna fight niggas fuck out of here that song is fire nigga. that song is fire that's her R and B record niggas but I don't ever have to hear a Nicki Minaj song ever again in my motherfucking life dog oh God y'all see tell me how you really though? feel y'all see that part though where uh uh. Bruno was sitting there and like he's looking like a maniac when she walks into the. Oh into yeah, the, yeah, you showed me that. Mm-hmm. Like she, he looking mad crazy. Listen, man, she look good. Cardi got the yams. I don't give a fuck with nobody. Said. Fake yams. I don't care. Nikki's yams is fake too. You right. My nigga was looking he do mad like, crazy. He was like he was finna go tie her up somewhere. Oh lord, closet. have mercy. Check this shit out. I, I like his hair though. I like his hair. I understand that you married a little baby, but uh, I'm Bruno. <laughs> First of all, how do you introduce yourself when your name Bruno? Like that's a, that's a real that's a real like what's the nigga that used to pick on Popeye all the time? Oh, Bluto. Bluto. Bluto Mars? That's nah, hilarious. That's funny. He don't look nothing like him. It'd be funny if like real big and muscular. Yeah, and shit. but nah, that nigga yeah. he ate a can of spinach. He looked <laughs> anyway, I'm still stuck on that song. It's your girl, Morgan. Nobody Alexis. can see what you're doing. <laughs> anyway, I guess we're gonna go out on this. We're gonna pray for our niggas tonight. <laughs> anyway, it's your girl, Morgan Alexis. And it's your boy, a shot of funky walking dirty, talking to nigga and scrubbing in the building, killing the nigga shit. And it's your man, Mari Anthony, the nigga that has your bitch buckling at the knees. Also, the nigga that has that shit sound like mac, mac and cheese. cheese. We praying for our niggas tonight. Praying for the niggas. Every nigga is a star. Bye, y'all. It was over from the day I dropped my pre-sale. Hold up, let the beat build. See me in the street still. I've been fighting battles up a steep hill. They gave my road dog 12, it was a sweet deal. And I've been riding solo trying to rebuild. Look. 
I was riding around in the V12 with the rags in the middle. Had a friend almighty God, they let my dog out the kennel. When you get it straight up by the mud, you can't imagine this shit. I've been pulling up in the drop top.